first of all, <coughs> a premature, if we can say, a Freilich and Hanukkah. And uh, it's good to see everyone. <coughs> we say in the Haneros Halalu, Haneros Halalu Kodesh Heim, Ve'enlonu Rishush L'shtamish Be'em El Reisem Bilvad. So I wanted to discuss um, this morning, what is the nature of the Kedusha of the candles? Where does it stem from? And uh, in what way are we not allowed to use the candles, perhaps? In what way uh, is one allowed to use the candle? In what way is one supposed to, perhaps, uh, use the candles? And hopefully we'll discuss uh, all, three of those, uh, all three of those issues. But the Kedusha of the candles, and the Easter of using the candles, the Sukkah begins over here, Masech Shabbos and Dafchaf Aleph from Aleph. With the Gemara quotes Machlekes Amoraim about whether or not one is allowed to use the candles. Amorav Huna, Psilos Ushmanim Shamu Chachamim Ein Malikim Behem B'Shabbos. Those uh, inferior wicks and oils, and one is not allowed to use on Shabbos. Ein Malikim Behem B'Chanaka. You're not allowed to use them on Chanaka either because they don't burn well. Bein B'Shabbos, Bein B'Chol. Whether during the weekdays of Chanaka or on Shabbos Chanaka, you can't use these inferior wicks and oils. Amorav Amai Taimadur Rav Huna. Why can't you use them? During the week, you can't use them because it might burn out. It will uh, be extinguished. And if uh, candles get extinguished, you have to relight them. And you're going to be too lazy to relight it. So you can't use it during the week. What about on Shabbos? Well, you can't light it anyway. Why can't you use them? Uh, this uh, Ravuna Paskins, one is allowed to use the light of the candles of the Menorah. But, and therefore, on Shabbos, we're afraid if you're using an inferior wick, inferior oils that don't burn well, you might tilt the candle in order to use it better. Uh, and then one is, uh, and, and if you do that, you'll be in violation of certain prohibitions on Shabbos of tilting can- handling candles and then tilting the candles. Uh, but that fear only exists because he holds a mutalish tamish la'ira. Rav Chizda, similar to Rav Huna, holds madlikim behen bechel, but not b'Shabbos. You can use these inferior wicks and oils uh, during the week of Hanukkah, but not on Shabbos Hanukkah. Kasavar kavsa ein zakukla, if it blows out, uh, during the week, you do not have to relight it. But on Shabbos, we're still concerned uh, that uh, we hold mutter lishtamish loyer. He holds you're allowed to use the light of the menorah. And if you're using inferior wicks and oils that don't burn well, you might on Shabbos handle the candle and, and uh, tilt it, be in violation of certain prohibitions on Shabbos. Amar abzeira, amar rav, you can use even the inferior wicks and oils, you can use them on Hanukkah, whether during the week or on Shabbos, because he holds Kavsa ain't Zakuklav, it blows out during the week, you do not have to relight it. So even if you're using inferior wicks and oils, we're not afraid you're going to be too lazy to relight it, you don't have to relight it. And on Shabbos, there's no fear you're going to handle um, the menorah because he holds also the hishtamish loira. One is not allowed to use the candles, uh, the light of the menorah, and therefore we're not afraid you're going to uh, move it from place to place and handle the menorah. So we have a machlekes here in the Gemara. Machlekes amiroim is one allowed to use the menorah, the light of the menorah, or not? And the Gemara does not distinguish what you're using it for. Sounds like according to the opinion that mutal eshtamish lo'era, you can use it hein ledvar, a mitzvah hein ledvarcho. You could use it for mundane matters or matters of a mitzvah. And according to the one that also eshtamish lo'era, you can't use it uh, either for mundane uh, purposes or for the purposes of a mitzvah. The Gemara makes no such distinction. However, the Gemara, the uh, daf later, and daf chabezim et aleph, Quotes in the name of Amr of Yehuda Amr of Asi, that one is not allowed uh, to count money uh, using the light of the menorah. Why are you not allowed to count money using the light of the menorah? 
So Kiyamisa Kamei Deshmu Amarli Vichiner Kedusha Yeshba. What does the does the candle of the Menorah have Kedusha that you should be prohibited from using it? But we have another halacha, which one, uh, which is similar to the this uh, Easter of counting money using the light of the Nenaira, which involves blood, and nonetheless is prohibited, even though the blood has no kedusha. The Sanya, because the pasuk says in Parshas Achrimois, v'shavach es dama v'chiseu ba'afar. When a person shechs a chayo or an oif, a person has to cover over the blood with the dirt. You might have seen this mitzvah. You've done this mitzvah yourself. It's a common mitzvah. One is supposed to cover over the blood with dirt. But the Gemara says, The same uh, limb that you use to shech the animal, you should use to cover over the blood, meaning your hand. You shouldn't kick over the dirt on top of the blood. Because that's a degrading way uh, to fulfill the mitzvah. You shouldn't do it in that in a kind of embarrassing way. Because it's the Isser Bizoy Mitzvah. It's derived from here, from the way you have to go about uh, Kisoy Adam. You should use the same uh, arm that you use to shut the animal, you should use to cover over the blood. Shaloyeh Mitzvah Bizoy of Hachinami, here too, one is not allowed to use a light of the number to count money. Shaloyeh Mitzvah Bizoy Yasalov. It's an Isser Bizoy Mitzvah. You're degrading the Mitzvah to count money using the light of the Menorah. So the implication of this Gemara is that one is only prohibited from using the Menorah if it's for uh, a degrading activity, such as counting money. But if it would be for a holy activity, for perhaps another mitzvah, one would be allowed to use uh, the light of the Menorah, which doesn't seem to work with either opinion in the Gemara that we had at the beginning, which made no such distinction. Either mutu l'shtamish la'ira, for whatever you want, or also l'shtamish la'ira, for whatever you were discussing. Here the Gemara seems to draw a distinction between a, a tashmish of bizoy, which is degrading, versus perhaps using it for another mitzvah. And in fact, the Gemara continues, Itmar, Rav, Amar, Ein madlikin miner l'ner, Shmuel, madlikin. Is one allowed to light one candle of the menorah from another candle? So Rav's opinion is one is not allowed to light one candle of the menorah from another candle. Shmuel's opinion is madlikin. You can use the lights of the menorah, one candle, to light another candle, because it's not uh, a bizoy mitzvah. So you're allowed to use one candle to light another candle. And we passing like Shmuel, you're allowed to use one candle to light uh, another candle. What if you're uh, not going to light one candle to another candle directly, you're going to light a match from one candle, take the same match and go and light the other candle. Take uh, another, you know, a third party, uh, near Shachulin, light it from one a candle of the Menorah and go to light another candle. So that's Machlech as we showed him because the Gemara continues, why does Rav hold that ain't Madlikin Miner Liner? So one opinion in the Gemara, which we don't pass in like Rav, but why is it that Rav holds ain't Madlikin Miner Liner? So the Gemara continues that one opinion in Rav is, and we'll go over here in the fourth line of Ois Beis, come our time of the Rav, Mishun Bizoy Mitzvah. That it's because uh, that that's also degrading uh, to the Ne'er Hanukkah to use it to, uh, to light another candle. Then the Gemara quotes another opinion, don't listen to that opinion, if you light a candle from the candle of the Ne'er Hanukkah, it looks like you're uh, extinguishing it, uh, at least minimally, or you're, you're deriving something from it, uh, minimizing it in, in some way, by lighting another candle from it. My Benayu, what's the difference between these two uh, possible explanations of Rav, who holds that it's prohibited to light one candle, from the other candle, the difference will be the kamalik mishraga lishraga. You're not using an intermediary. You're not using a match 
to light from one candle then to the other candle. That's degrading. Here you're lighting a random candle from uh, the Ne'er Hanukkah, even though you're going to later use it for another Ne'er Hanukkah, in the, in, in, in the interim it's degrading. So if you would light the one Ne'er Hanukkah directly to the other Ne'er Hanukkah, that's, uh, that would be allowed even according uh, to Rav. Or the other opinion is, and the only thing Rav prohibited, is to light an intermediary. Uh, you know, a Ne'er Shachul, a match, or some other candle, and then go and light the Ne'er Hanukkah. That Rav answered. But if you're going to light one candle to the other candle, even Rav would agree that that's allowed. Or, but if the re- opinion, the reason for Rav is, no, because it looks like you're deriving something, you're minimizing the first candle somewhat, even if you light it directly, one candle to the other candle would also be prohibited. So what difference does it make what Rav held? We don't possibly like Rav. Nonetheless, when Shmuel disagrees with Rav, we need to know what is he disagreeing about. <coughs> so the Ran there writes on that Gemara, the Ran says, if Rav, who assured us, who prohibited us from lighting one candle to the other candle, what did he prohibit? He only prohibited, at least according to one explanation of Rav, to light a match from one candle and then go and light another candle. When we passing like Shmuel, Madlikim in Erlener, we must then allow that. Meaning when Shmuel argues, you can light one candle from the other candle. He's not just telling us you can light one near Hanukkah from another near Hanukkah. Even Rav held that was allowed. He must be arguing you can even light an intermediary candle, you know, a near Shokhulin, which you can then take and use to light another near Hanukkah. When Shmuel said, Madlikim in Erlener, that's what he was discussing, that that's allowed. However, according to the other opinion in the Gemara, that Rav held even that, that Rav held, no, you can't even light one Ne'er Hanukkah from the other Ne'er Hanukkah, so, because you're minimizing the first the candle somewhat. So then when Shmuel argues, all he means is to light one candle from the other candle, not to light a match, and then light another candle. And in fact, that's a machlek as we showed him. The Ran quotes that the opinion of, uh, of the uh, Rambam was that one is not allowed to light one Ne'er Hanukkah, uh, according to um, Shmuel, one is allowed to light one Ne'er Hanukkah from another Ne'er Hanukkah, but not using a match in between, or another candle in between. Then he quotes him derived that Ayyadeh Kinsa, with a match, is also allowed. Even though you're not lighting one Ne'er Hanukkah directly from the other Ne'er Hanukkah, using a match, that's also, that's also okay. It depends on which uh, explanation of Rav uh, you accept. And in fact, in Shulchan Aruch, this is two opinions. Can you light, you can for certainly light one Ne'er Hanukkah from another Ne'er Hanukkah. We passing like Shmuel Malik and Mineh Lener. And one opinion in Shulchan Aruch is you can even light a match from one Ne'er Hanukkah to go and light the other one. Or Ne'er Shulchulin, and then go and light the other one. It's two opinions in Shulchan Aruch. Huh? If you're using it in order to light another Ne'er if with the match in between, because the match is a garnish. But it's only in the to get to the next mitzvah. Still, it's counting money. Here I am taking the nearshul in and the rami. Maybe it is. It's a bezoy. You're taking a nearshul in and you're lighting uh, from a nearshul mitzvah. No, the fact that I'm transferring it to another. Okay, nearshul. but but right now the optics are very bad. <laughs> yeah, so then it was a garnish. Let's say it blew out. It's good time. Oh, so we paskim. Malikim in Erlener. You can light one candle from the other candle. The shaila is, Machlekes Rishonim, two opinions of Shulchan Aruch. Can you light a match in between? Everyone holds Malikim in Erlener. We paskim like, like Shmuel because it's, uh, it's, it's not a degrading activity. However, the Ramah writes over here, Simitofre Shayindal Tzif Aleph, that even though we pass in Malikim Miner Liner, Nogula Hachman Beneris Hanukkah, Shaloila Havik, Afil Miner Liner, without an intermediary. Says the Ramah, our minig is not to do this. The Ikamitzvah say, why not? Eina Elaner Echod. 
because what is the primary mitzvah of Ner Chanukah? Ner Ishu Beisod, one candle. So if you're going to use the primary candle to light a Hidor mitzvah, that's degrading. That's, uh, that's improper. So since we paskin, Ner... Oh, so what was Shmuel talking about? Manika Miner Liner is talking about if I have one balabais uh, needs a fire, so he can go over to the other balabais, light his Ner Hanukkah from his house, and go over back to his house and use it as the primary Ner. But to light a second candle, a third candle, a fourth candle from the primary Ner, that's improper because you're taking something that is a, a primary mitzvah and you're using it to light the Hidor mitzvah. That's, uh, that would be perhaps degrading. The Beis HaLevi, though, suggests, what if uh, I'm not going to use the first candle? The first candle I lit, that's the primary mitzvah, Neri Can I light candle three from candle two? They're both either mitzvah. Oh, so Beis HaLevi is a good time. So Beis HaLevi says, that should be mutter, according, even according to our minig. Let's say you're on the seventh night of Hanukkah, can you light the seventh candle from the sixth candle? So Beis HaLevi says, even according to our minig of the Ramah, that we don't light candle to candle, that's only from lighting from the first candle. The first candle, that's the Iker mitzvah. But so on the second night of Hanukkah, you couldn't do it. But any other subsequent night, you could light uh, you know, one Hidor mitzvah from another Hidor mitzvah. The, this applies in Hilchah Shabbos too, uh, but the Bir Halacha writes, can you light one candle of Neir Shabbos from the other candle of Neir Shabbos? But the Bir Halacha writes in uh, Hilchah uh, Shabbos that you can light, even though by Neir Hanukkah, we don't light one, uh, the Ramah says the minig is not to light one candle from the other candle, even though we pass Malikim in Neir one is a Hidor mitzvah, one is a Iker mitzvah, by Neir Shabbos, the Bir Halacha quotes in the name of the Sefer Chuma, you can light one candle from the other candle. So the Bir Halacha asks, what's the difference? How come by Neir Shabbos you can light one candle from the other candle? So he explains that it's because the reason why we light Neir Shabbos is to increase uh, light in the home, and that uh, aids in the, uh, in the uh, pursuit of Shalom Bayis. Because, not perhaps because of mystical issues as well, but also because if there's more light in the home, uh, so then you won't trip over anybody or bump into somebody. So it says the Bir Alakha, the more light you have, the more Shalom bias you have. So that's not, the, all the uh, additional candles are not just a Hidor mitzvah, they become uh, an expanded form of the mitzvah itself. So therefore you can light Miner Liner, it won't be uh, degrading to the first candle, it's not as if the first candle is the only near mitzvah and everything else is just, uh, you know, covered, uh, you know, Zachar uh, V'Shamar, uh, all the ideas of lighting more than one candle, it's not just because of Zachar V'Shamar, it's because the more light you have, that uh, expands your fulfillment of the primary mitzvah of Shalom Bayez. So one near Shabbos to another near Shabbos, B'Alacha says you can, near Hanukkah the minig is not to do it. You're obligated to use the light, but you're not allowed to degrade it. For mitzvah Shabbos, but you can't degrade it. It's a bizui mitzvah. For degrading, for like a chulin, no, it's the same as counting money. It's a bizui mitzvah. So if you're using it for suda Shabbos, that's a, that's a, that's what the near Shabbos is for. But the bizui mitzvah uh, we derive from kisi adam still applies to near Shabbos. So what about lighting one candle to the other candle? What, what, Zachar B'Shomer, nice Indian, but it's a Hidor. How can we light a Hidor from the primary mitzvah? The answer is by Shabbos. It's not just a Hidor. The, everything adds to the Shalom Ba'ez becomes part of the primary mitzvah. Okay, but either way... huh? So if you're, let's say, in a hospital room where you're using... The There's the no light. candles in a hospital room. No, no, so now you're using the light. Yeah. So are you not allowed to do anything other than use it for Shabbos? I mean, you know, obviously not. I mean, you got to... You got to function. Correct. 
the lights are probably exempt you from their Shabbos. I don't know if they actually are fulfilled. Meaning, it might just be it's, 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 you, you attain Shalom bias in a different way. But meaning, like bracha when it's making, using lights on that, no? If you, if it has an incandescent bulb, you can make a bracha. Otherwise, no bracha. You know. You have to check the bulb. Well, there, no, there's no incandescent bulbs anymore. You don't have to bother checking. They wipe them out. Yeah, they wipe them out. Okay, but what emerges is we had one Gemara again on Chafal from Aleph. We had a Machlek Tamarim. Can you use the Ner Hanukkah? Can't you use the Ner Hanukkah? Mutalishtamish Leira, Usalishtamish Leira. And the Gemara drew no distinctions between what you're using it for. But then the Gemara in the next daf says that it sounds like you're only not allowed to use the Ner Hanukkah if you're using it for a degrading purpose. Also, the heart says, most can I get Ner Hanukkah? But if you're using it for the purpose of another mitzvah, or at least for lighting another Ner Hanukkah, Madlikim, Ner then it's allowed. That doesn't seem to uh, fit with either position in the Gemara, Chafal from Meralf. So we shun him uh, struggle to, uh, to uh, you know, bridge this tension between these, uh, these two sugis that deal with, the, with the using the Ner Hanukkah. So the Balamor writes, over here, Oishei, that according to the opinion in the Gemara that also the Ishtamish La'ira, that you're not allowed to use the Ner Hanukkah, that is because it is, uh, where does the Kedusha come from? It's because it's similar to the Menorah and the Beis HaMikdash, which of course had a Kedusha to it, and one is not allowed to use the Menorah and the Beis HaMikdash at all. So Balamor says, according to that opinion, that also the Ishtamish La'ira, you can't use it neither for Dvar Mitzvah or uh, for any other purpose as well. The Kasavar, Kevin Shem Zechel, Eneiros, Vushem, and Shohechal, Asuras, Heimbanah, Ko Iker. You can't use it even for a mitzvah purpose. When did the Gemara distinguish on Chav Bezim and Aleph between what you're using it for, degrading or even for another mitzvah, that's only according to the opinion that holds, Mutalish Tamish Loira, that the Menorah is not Kadosh, it's not similar to the Menorah in the Beis Hamikdash. Really, you could use it. The problem is, if you're going to use it for a degrading purpose, that's a separate, a bizundar problem of bizoy mitzvah. You can't use any, uh, any object of a mitzvah for something that's degrading, no different than kisoy hadam. It's not because of something unique to the menorah. You can't use any mitzvah for a degrading purpose. But Uman the Amar Asr Lahasar's most connected that's only because he holds mutalishtamish la'ira. Fundamentally, you can use it. So the Balamor Paskins, we like the opinion that mutalishtamish la'ira, you can use the Ner Hanukkah. It's not uh, comparable to, or it doesn't have the same, uh, the same uh, limitations as the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. If that would be the case, you couldn't use it for a Dvar Mitzvah or for a mundane purpose. Rather, mutalishtamish la'ira, the only reason you can't use it. For, uh, to count your money is because it's a problem of Bizoy <coughs> Mitzvah. However, the Ramban uh, disagrees. The Ramban uh, is of the opinion that even according, uh, that we, uh, the, first of all, he disagrees on two points. The first is, what is the opinion uh, that holds uh, when it's not allowed to use the Menorah? Uh, is not because it's similar or comparable uh, to the uh, Menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. That's not why it's also Ishtamish Lo'era, says the Ramban, because if you're going to use it, that's going to undermine its uh, status as the Ner Hanukkah in publicizing the miracle of Hanukkah. Because if you're using it for mundane purposes, it's not obvious that you lit it, or use it for any purpose, it's not obvious that you lit it L'Shem Mitzvah. That's what Rashi writes in the Gemara earlier, in Chafal from an Aleph, also Ishtamish Lo'era, the end of Ois Aleph, she had Nikar, Shuhu Ner Mitzvah. It has to be obvious to be mafarsim the nays that you lit it l'she mitzvah. If you're going to use it, you made a bracha. But when I pass by and I see you reading next to the nair, I say, "Oh, the guy's reading." 
So it's not obvious that you, you get a cliche mitzvah. So therefore, if you, that's why one is prohibited from using it. Not because it's comparable to the menorah and the Beis HaMikdash. That's not why it was also l'shtamish l'ayra. It's also l'shtamish l'ayra because if you use it, it's going to undermine its ability to be mafaris in the nes. But says the Ramban, and we paskin, also l'shtamish l'ayra. Like that opinion. You're not allowed to use it. It's going to undermine its ability to be mafaris in the nes. And that should apply whether you're using it for a mitzvah or you're using it for a mundane uh, uh, purpose. Both should be prohibited equally. Why does the Gemara on Davchav Bezimeralis go out of its way then to tell us, you're not allowed to count money uh, using the light of the menorah if you can't use it even for a Dvar Mitzvah? Says the Ramban, because I might have thought that that's not called using the candle. Again, if using the candle is prohibited, not because it's similar to the Menorah in the Beis Hamikdash, but because it's going to undermine its ability to be Mufaris in the Nase, that's if I'm sitting reading there for half an hour. But if I just, I look, uh, what simon? Oh, I see, okay, and then I put it away, or I just look, what volume is this? Oh, and I use the Menorah, I use it for one <coughs> second, uh, that's not undermining its ability to be Mufaris in the Nase. So says the Ramban, I might have thought, you're just using it for a second. Count money, you know, to tell, is it a five, is it a ten, is it a twenty? So then uh, that's not undermining its ability to be Mephar Simnanes. So he says, Kamash Milan, this sugi is teaching us, even though we paskin, whether it's for mundane purpose or for Dvar Mitzvah, but over here, Kamash Milan, Shafiu, Hartzos, Moshe, Eno, Ele, Iyun, Hakal, Aser. Even though it's, it, you're really not using it at all, kosher kein tashmish acher, bein shol mitzvah, bein shol kedusha. So the Ramban holds all, uh, we paskin also l'shtamish lo'erah, all usage of the menorah is aser, and the chidush of also l'arzos most connected in there is even if it's just for a second, uh, that would also be prohibited. Because it's degrading. Why then can I light one ner Hanukkah from the other ner Hanukkah? Ramban would explain that's because it's only for a second and it's not a degrading use. That's something which is a Dvar Mitzvah. So if it's only for a second, I'm not undermining the ability of the Nehachanik to be Mephiris in the Nase, because it's obvious why I lit it, L'Shei Mitzvah. And it's not degrading either. It's only for a second. I'm going to light one Nehachanika to the other Nehachanika. That's allowed because you're only using it for a minute. By the same token, if I would light uh, one uh, Ner Shabbos, from the Ner Hanukkah, would also be allowed. It's one second, and it's a Dvar Mitzvah. According to the Ramban, it wouldn't make a difference what you're using it for, as long as it's a Dvar Mitzvah. So, counting money You can't use it even for a Mitzvah. That's if it's a permanent use. If I'm going to sit and learn, you can't do it. But if you're only going to use for a second, as long as it's not degrading, that's allowed. But that's degrading, so you can't use it. Yes, of course. So then I, can, I think I'll say, oh, this is the ten. I can go by yes, and so that's what the Beis Halevi writes. According to the Ramban, Rashi, it's also the opinion of the Rosh, that the reason why you can't use the Ner Hanukkah is because you undermine its ability to be Mephars from the Nase. It's not obvious a little Shay Mitzvah. If it's only for a second and it's a Dvar Mitzvah, it should be allowed. Well, Dvar of Tashmash Arrive, it ain't a Shogunai, Shari. As long as it's a Dvar Mitzvah and it's only for a second would be allowed. Isn't there a difference, isn't there a difference between using Mitzvah, like taking Tillin and turning it into a wallet or something like that? You use the Gluf from Mitzvah, that's using Well, you take it and destroy it. Yeah, but here you're not, you're not really, it just, you, the light of the, the byproduct of the Mitzvah is, has the same category of using Mitzvah as a, most using Mitzvah, I thought, is if you take uh, something that's a Dvar Shabbat and you use it for da, a Dvar Chol, but here... And I remove it from being a Dvar Shabbat It's just a light. You're not, you're, not being, you're not being a vase of the neros, you just happen to be being by his life. That's a different... So, it's a machlag of Yishayim, can I tie something on the strings of my tzitzis? 
there's still tzitzis, but it's a bizoy mitzvah. So it's still tzitzis. And we pass, you're not allowed to tie your keys, let's say, onto the strings of your tzitzis. Even though the tzitzis are still there, and it's a garment, you're supposed to be able to use the, the talus because it's a garment. But even though it's still there, you haven't disrupted or disturbed the mitzvah, it's still there. You're not allowed to use a chef to show mitzvah for a mundane purpose. Any, any, that's also so, bizoy mitzvah. What happens like after a half an hour? Ah, half an hour. So there it says in Shulchan Aruch, then you, you can use it. But there might be another problem with using it after the half an hour, is if you intended for it to burn after half an hour, just like after Hanukkah, the rest of the oil that's in the cups, you have to burn it out, because it's Hoksel Mitzvah, so which is a whole separate uh, concept. So it says in the Shulchan Aruch, after the time of the mitzvah is over, you can use the nair, like after the first half an hour, but if you intended for your neighbors to burn longer, the Mishnah Bura says, then you set it aside just for mitzvah, and you can't use it. So let's say, let's say I only wanted to burn a half an hour, but it's burning for an hour already. So or you buy the prepackaged. I really would have only had a half an hour. But uh, what are you going to do? So then fine, you could use it after, after an hour. If you fill it, or you dafka buy the four-hour, the eight-hour candles, because you want it to burn so long, then you set it aside for a and you can't use it. So if somebody passes by after my half hour and thinks that I'm not in the faucet... Yeah, but you already had your pierce my nays for the first half hour. You only have to have a pierce my nays for the half an hour. Mm-hmm. If, if you believe that it's Nikar Shushan, yeah. even if it takes a second, but if someone's passing by that yeah. second, you have the same problem. Right? In other words, when someone passes by and sees you in a second... Yeah, they're going right. to judge you in one second. They're going to judge you. Sure. In New York City, you're walking by. I mean, how long do you say? Yeah, okay, so I, so I go here. I say, oh, and then you walk away. Now you're, it's not you're sitting there reading and you're comfortable. No, he's saying, he's saying it undermines its ability to be in approximately. So the Ran says, before we get to the Shulchan Aruch, the Ran has just a slightly different take than the Ramban. He accepts the Balamar, that the reason why the opinion holds also the Shtamish is because um, it's similar to the Nair in the base HaMikdash, it has some level of Kedusha. Nonetheless, the Ran, uh, is, so therefore it shouldn't make a difference whether you're using it for a mitzvah or for a uh, counting money. Either way, it should be prohibited. Why then can you light one Nair Hanukkah from the other Nair Hanukkah? The Ran says because it's not a Bizoy mitzvah or it's not, uh, it doesn't take anything away to light one Nair Hanukkah from another Nair Hanukkah. It's all the same mitzvah. But the Ra'an says, if you're going to use it for another mitzvah, even though it's only temporary, it would be usher. Because the neiros of the menorah, it's not the reason you can't use it because you're undermining its ability to be in fire from the nace. They're, them, they're intrinsically holy, like the menorah in the base Hamikdash. Why can I write one Ne'er Hanukkah from another Ne'er Hanukkah? It's all the Zelba mitzvah. But if I'm going to write Ne'er Shabbos from Ne'er Hanukkah, or I learn, even for a moment, from the Ne'er Hanukkah, that would be prohibited. So the Ran says the Ad Kamo Sharina or Hadak Minel and Emishum de Tarvayu Khada Mitzvah Kloima Mitzvah Nerchanako Min Bimino Eno Bato or Yoradeo term. Aval Shar Mitzvah to use it for another mitzvah. Nira Kamevatla Zu Azu, each mitzvah deserves its own space and has its own uh, you know uh, parameters, and therefore to use the Minaira, uh, since it's similar to Minaira on the base of Mikdash, you couldn't even use it for another mitzvah. So what emerges is the following. In the Shulchan Aruch, we have two opinions. The Balamor and the Ramban is one allowed to use the Neiris of Hanukkah for Dvar Mitzvah. You're certainly not allowed to count the money, uh, use it for a mundane purpose, but what about to use it for Dvar Mitzvah? So the Balamor paskin, that, uh, like the opinion, you can really use the light of the menorah. It's not comparable to menorah in the Beit HaMikdash. You simply can't use it for a mundane uh, purpose because that's degrading to the mitzvah. It's bizoy mitzvah. So that's the second opinion in Shulchan Aruch. 
But the uh, first opinion of the Shulchan Aruch is like the Ramban, we paskin also lishtamish la'ira. You cannot use it because it will undermine its ability to be mafars from the nais, or uh, perhaps because it's similar to the Menorah in the Beis HaMikdosh. But the Be'er Alocha there writes uh, that he thinks that we should paskin like the Ramban, like the Beis HaLevi, that why is it that you can't use it even for a Tvar Mitzvah? It's because it undermines its ability to be mafars from the nais, because you're using it for uh, some other purpose. It's not obviously literally Shay Mitzvah, so if you're only doing it for a second and it's a Dvar Mitzvah, the Be'er Lach is willing to be lenient in that situation that it should be allowed. Okay, so one is uh, we generally do not use the, the Menorah for, even for a Dvar Mitzvah unless it's lighting one candle to the other candle. We discussed that already. The one is allowed to do a light one near Hanukkah to the other near Hanukkah as long as they're both Hidor Mitzvah, not the primary one to the second one. We discussed that already, but generally speaking, we don't use the light of the menorah uh, for dvar, even for a dvar mitzvah, unless the Bir says it's only for a moment, uh, perhaps your money of uh, tzedakah, or perhaps to uh, figure out which volume of a safer you're holding, uh, but otherwise, you would not be allowed to use it. Since one is not allowed uh, to use the light of the uh, menorah, and that seems to be the way we conclude, even for a dvar mitzvah, so the Gemara tells us over here in Chafala from Abayz, that uh, the primary mitzvah, Ner Hanukkah, mitzvah, Anicha, Pesach, Beisah, you're supposed to light, the uh, Ner Hanukkah outside of your front door. You leave it inside on your table, and that's sufficient. We uh, add to that. We try and, you know, uh, at least uh, recapture somewhat of the Pierce Manes and light it in the window. But you're really in fulfillment of the primary mitzvah simply if you light it on your table and only the Bnei Habayis see it, that's enough. Rava continues, Amar Rava, Tzarech Ner Acheres Lehishtamish Lo'ero that you need another candle in order to use the light of the menorah. If there's already a street lamp or there's already lights in the house, uh, there's a bonfire, then you don't need the additional candle. But Rava says we need another candle in order to use uh, the light of the menorah. Which we call the shamash, uh, in order to be mishtamish lo'ira. And this is quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. The problem is the Shulchan Aruch presents it in two, two ways. What? You need a shamish. And once you have a shamish, you can use it. He created the shamish. It never existed before Rava. That was Rava's innovation. So the, uh, that's the source for it. The problem is the Shulchan Aruch presents it in two ways. If you look over here, the Shulchan Aruch, of course, the Gemara. And the Shulchan Aruch says, You need a shamash in order to use the light of the menorah. But then, the Shulchan Aruch, in the two simanim later, we have a minig to light uh, the shamash. So that if you use it, it will be only using uh, the ner of the shamash. So it says it's a minig. Is you obligated to do it, or is it only a minig? So the Bir Halacha explains, I mean, it's obvious, but the Bir Halacha explains over here, Oisir Aleph, that it depends. If you look back at the context of the Gemara, when did Rava tell us that you need a ner acheres l'shtamish la'ero? That's only after we started lighting inside. If you're lighting inside the house, again, all their uh, lights in the house at that time were candles. So if you're lighting inside the house, so then you need a shamash. Otherwise, you're going to end up using the light of the menorah. It's going to be the only light that's present. So, or if you have lights in the room, you have a medura, or you have uh, electric candles, then maybe it's not necessary. But if this is the only light that's there, it's the light of the menorah, you must have a shamash. Otherwise, you're going to end up using the light of the menorah, even for mundane activities, which, is, uh, which one is not allowed to do. 
That's if you're lighting inside. That's what the Gemara said. B'sha'as tzarkonim. Anichah shulchanah v'dayon. Now you need the shamash. When did the shulchan aruch say it's only a minig? That's when they were lighting outside. Even if you're not going to use the menorah, even if you have uh, lights, you know, the chandelier in the same room, or you have a medura, nonetheless, the Bir Allah quotes in the name of the Meiri, Achein minig ha'olam, Achein minig rabbi seinu de bechol ner All ner chanukah, mudlekas b'sar chabai sarach ner acheres. If it's in the house, you must have it. And if not, uh, if it's outside the house, it's the minig uh, is to do it. The minig is to have a shamash. But at that point, it's only a minig. Me'ikar din, uh, one wouldn't need it, but that was the minig was always, uh, was always uh, to light another candle. If you're lighting it in the, inside the house, so then the Shulchanan said, Tzarech, you need a shamash. Why do you need a shamash? Uh, in order to be able to use the light uh, of the menorah. But are you only allowed to use the light of the shamish, or are you even allowed to use, once you have the shamish, you're allowed to use the light of the entire uh, menorah? So why is it that you have to use a shamish if you're lighting inside? So look back at Ois Yud in the Gemara Kabbalah Mumbai's, the Ritva writes, over here, Tzarech Ner Acheres L'Shamish in the brackets, Kidei Shelo Yishtamish L'Or Ner Chanukah Klau. In order so that you shouldn't be using the Ner of the Ner Chanukah at all. What does that mean? You're only allowed to use the shamash? Or you're even allowed to use, once you have the shamash that's there, you're even allowed to use the light of the, of the menorah. So the Ramah, uh, over here, Oisid Gimel, the second to the last, uh, Maka writes, that once you have the shamash, this, the end of the first line, once you have the shamash there together with the menorah, you can use all of them. You can use all of them. The Bir Alacha earlier in the Oisid base quotes from the Prichadash in the brackets is underlined that that's only if the activity you're doing you could have sufficed with the Shamash. Let's say I'm reading. I could have been enough with the Shamash. Now that I have the Shamash there, I have the Menorah, I could also use the Menorah, but I could have done this activity with just the Shamash alone. The Ramah holds that now you can use the Menorah too. However, the Mishnabura quotes from the Bach, over here Oisid Gimel, the Mishnabura Sifkan Chavdalid, he quotes the If they're all together, you can use all of them. That's the Bach. The You can only use the Shamash. That's why the Ramah earlier over there, Oisigim, quotes from the Mordechai, the minig is that the Shamash is taller than the other candles. Why is the Shamash taller than the other candles? Because you was one opinion, that was the Mordechai, you're only allowed to use the Shamash. It's not that the Shamash permits you to use the Menorah too. The Ramah held that permits you to use the Menorah. That's the second opinion in the Ramah. But the uh, Mordechai held the Shamash was taller because you were only allowed to use the Shamash. If you were going to read, you would go over next to the Shamash and only use the Shamash. You wouldn't use the Menorah. If they're all on the same level, it's hard to only use one, isolate one from the other. So therefore, it was taller in order that you should only be able to use the shamash. The Ramah held, once you have the shamash there, you can use all of them. Nonetheless, even though, according to the Ramah, you could use all of them, last thing over here, the Bir Alacha says in Ois Yud Aleph, uh, no, I'm sorry, in Ois Yud Beis, the last line of the Bir Alacha, that he quotes him a Magen Avram, that perhaps there's another reason uh, that uh, one should not use all of the candles together even if you have a shamish, because what is the reason you're not supposed to use the candles, according to some? Because not because it's holy like the menorah, because it undermines its ability to be mafars in the nace. So even if you have, because maybe I'm just lit all of the candles in order to use. 
So even if uh, you have the shamash there, I can't really tell why you lit these candles. So if you're sitting there reading, even according to the Ramah, I could have just sufficed with the shamash. I'm not really using the menorah. A passerby is not going to know why you lit it. He might say you lit the whole thing in order just to read. So therefore, says the Bialacha, that there's a hidor, like the Ramban, like Rashi, that perhaps you're not supposed to use the menorah at all, uh, even if the shamash is there, because it undermines its ability uh, to be mafaris in the nay. So the shamash helps. If you're lit, lighting inside, you probably have to have a shamash. If you don't have ambient light around, but if you do have other lights, then you still, you probably don't need the shamash. Nonetheless, the minig uh, is to light the shamash. But we conclude, Haneris halalu we discussed if they're kaddish, we discussed also lishtamish behem, and you're not allowed to use them, but we conclude, alalir oisam bilvad. The only thing you're allowed to use the Neris Hanukkah is to look at. But perhaps you're supposed to look at it. Elalir oisam. If it just meant that you're only allowed to look at them, but you're not uh, supposed to use them at all, it should have said elalir oisam. What's elalir oisam? Bilvad. Only to see them alone. It's a double negative. Only to see them alone. Perhaps it's coming to teach us that you are supposed to see them. It's a mitzvah to look at them. And in fact, the Chavos Yoyah writes over here in the Sefer Halacha, called Makar Chaim, that nearly, it was pu- published only uh, about 20, 30 years ago. Makar Chaim lived in the 1600s. It was only published uh, 30 years ago. But he writes, nearly the Iker HaMitzvah Hushia HaMadlik Eitzel HaNeiris Chatsi Shokadei Liyaroisaisam. You're supposed to sit there and look at them for half an hour. We're only allowed to look at them. That's why we make a birchas haroya. If you simply see a menorah, you make a bracha. Why seeing the menorah such a chashuv It's not enough that you light the menorah and then people book. You know they're out. You're supposed to stay and look at the candles of the menorah. Why are you supposed to look at the candles of the menorah? So the, uh, the Mepharshim explain that perhaps it's because, uh, the Pasuk tells us in last week, Parsha, Yehuda goes looking for uh, Tamar. So he says, Aye HaKadesha, Where is the Kadesha? She's on the corner. However, the Radamska writes in Tiferet Shlomo, Where is Kedusha? Aye HaKadusha. Where is Kedusha? Kedusha is found in their eyes. In fact, when a person passes away, the first uh, organ that ceases to function, that uh, we close, is the eyes. That's the base, the home of Kedusha within the body, is within the eyes. That's where the Radomska continues. If you have one, one grain of dust gets in your eye, it bothers you. One grain of dust in any other part of the body doesn't disturb the function of the organ. One grain of dust gets in your eye, already we can't function. Why not? Because the eyes are so holy. If there's one chul, one little bit of chulin in the eye already, the eye can't function. In fact, the Gemara says in Mesef the Shabbos, how long do you have to leave the Neres Hanukkah lit for? So one opinion the Gemara is, Ad Shetich Laregam in Ashuk, until people are no longer walking around in the, in the Shuk. However, the Gemara then quotes another opinion, Ad Shetichel Ragla de Tarmudoi, until the people of Tarmudoi are no longer walking around in the shuk. Who were they? They were the people who sold wood, and they stayed the latest in the marketplace. So it means until the marketplace really closes. However, uh, the Kajnitza Magad writes in the Sefer Avoides Yisrael, that it's based on a Gemara later on in Mesech the Shabbos. And Lamed Aleph, at the end of Perak by Memalikin, the Gemara says that they were trying to, they showed how much patience Hillel had. 
Hillel had so much patience with the Geirim and all of the different questions that they asked Hillel. But the Gemara says that you could ask Hillel anything, no matter how ridiculous it was, and Hillel would respond with patience. So the Gemara gives an example that a person came over and asked him, he says, why is it that people of Tar Mudai have small eyes? And Hillel said, you asked a wonderful question. Why do people have small eyes? He says, I'll tell you. The reason is because they live near the desert and there's windstorms, and in order so that the sand shouldn't get into their eyes, so they have uh, smaller eyes. Because the sand used to get into their eyes, and therefore their eyes became dim, so Kaddish Baruch Hu made them with, uh, with smaller eyes. So Sotu says, Kaddish uh, Baruch we're supposed to light al shatich l'ragla d'tar mudoy, part of the mitzvah of Hadokas near Hanukkah, is to remove the chal, uh, to remove the chulin, to remove the sand from our eyes, and perhaps that's why there's an inyan to look at the nearest, uh, at the nearest Hanukkah. Some cipher writes in his joshes that that uh, whatever a person sees is recorded somewhere in his brain, somewhere, forever. And we know it's true. If a person was somewhere, even when he was a young, uh, young man, uh, later on in life, he'll remember, oh, I once saw this. A person saw a video, even if he saw it as a little kid, 50 years later, I've seen that already. He's seen it already. It's a rerun. He's already seen it. We, we've been there already. Because you saw it once, it's recorded in your brain somewhere, says the Sam Seifer. And the purpose of Neiris Hanukkah is to come and to burn out those uh, unfortunate things that we've seen, and to replace it with, uh, with Varm Shabbat And therefore, by looking at the neighbors of Hanukkah, hopefully we can uh, be Makadesh, our eyes, to use them uh, for positive things, and we look forward to the day that we should be Zaycha, Ashrei Ayin, Sherasa, Koeila, that we should be Zaycha to see all of the uh, Nisim, the Menorah, in the base of Hamikdash, from Hervi Amenu Amen. Amen.